There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. Mother, don't you recognize your son? Welcome, everybody, once again to Oh, a Sopranos podcast. As always, my name is Joe Spellman, and this is... David Fiedernick. And this is... Paul Gullius. And we're talking, hey, guys, new season. New season. Season three. Every breath Probably yeah. one. Um, just do that season three, episode one. <laughs> yeah, new Mr. segment. We just sing one of the songs in its entirety <laughs> from the episode. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Jerry's Neighborhood, great soundtrack. Um, True. Great, great singing great um, of the song uh, from us. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you much boys, like you Tony boys. Soprano singing Dirty Work in this episode. Yeah. Uh, you know? you, Unforgettable. You, look, go back a minute. Close your eyes and tell me you can't just see all the FBI agents just fucking storming the Soprano compound. Oh, yeah. Fucking breaking in, <laughs> doing their FBI thing, like little jackals. Yep. I mean, the out of all the, uh, all the uh, Tony singing to himself moments, and there are many, oh. uh, I think, I mean, I think the Dirty most, Work is uh, Dirty Work is, is probably is up the, there. Yeah. I think that's like the creme de la creme. I'm a fool to do, do your dirty, dirty work. work. Uh, Joe uh, is a huge Steely Dan fan. Yeah, I'm a big Steely Dan <laughs> big fan. Steely Dan guy. I was uh, I was on I was um, on a mini vacation with my parents this weekend and mm. or this week and uh, mm. and uh, uh, I started singing a Steely Dan song and my dad did not know it. And then oh, I'm shocked. He, Where's this story like, going? 
Yeah. And then oh. a day later, he started singing this, a Steely Dan song. And I was like, how did you not know the other one? No, you're singing this fucking one. <laughs> anyway, that was a fun, great story. It's wow. Great. It has nothing to do <laughs> with anything. Uh, <laughs> brush okay. up your dad on a Steely Dan. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, thank you. We'll get him there, uh, spells. We'll get back, um, to, back to the episode, maybe. Back to- uh, <laughs> well, give us more updates it. on your dad and whether he knows things or not uh, throughout this episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> My parents finished watching The Sopranos, which, um, like, they finished it a couple weeks ago. Oh, see, oh, now there's old. a good seg. And what'd they think? Yeah. Wait, re- oh, they, rewatch oh, or, or just watching it for the first time? No, watch it for the first time. Oh, damn. Really? They, um, yeah. yeah, they, 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 like, cruise through it um uh and uh yeah i mean my mom really my mom loved it yeah she was like i could see your dad being like it was a little violent no 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 (laughs) i mean he just like he he, i mean he definitely did comment on like i mean he's from jersey he's the one from jersey yeah uh, yeah i mean they met in new jersey right um at pizza uh, land (laughs) no Your your dad knocked out somebody in the parking lot and won your mom's heart no, right. that the, wasn't that something Carmel said. I don't know. More like he knocked up my mom and then like had to marry her. Um, <laughs> with and they, yeah, um, and uh, the child is me. Um, so oh, this episode is a real window into your life. <laughs> We're just gonna be talking about spells his uh, entire life. This episode. Um, like, uh, my dad could remember his other children's names, but he for some reason didn't remember mine. My my mom was very much like of the idea of like she was like oh this is just like it's just like Goodfellas it's just like mm-hmm. you know it's just like all these other shit all these other mob things mm-hmm. and she didn't like realize like it's its own that thing. it was it was something and better you right. know um, right. so she was really like surprised and like really you know yeah loved it that's nice. great nice. Um, so you boys excited for season three? I am so excited. I love I love uh, this episode so much. This is this is where I started watching live. This was back on originally aired March twenty fourth two thousand one. I was a uh, junior in high school. Mm. I uh, probably started watching live at the, like with this one too. Yeah, I definitely did. What's the yeah. Joe? Joe, you must be because you see like the the date. In the beginning of the episode, it says April 29, 2000, like on the FBI paper. So I think, like, and that's like, you know, like Pussy's like last right. interaction with Tony before he obviously has died. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way I figure it, Joe, you and Meadow are probably the same age because then, like, that fall, like, she's away at college. Yeah, right? I guess, fall of yeah, 2000. Probably. Yeah. yeah, wow. I'm probably the same age as maybe in Jamie. real life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably, probably am. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, well, that, may, that would make another, sense. another great way to relate it back to uh, spells here. That's why I related so much to this season. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, um, I did start watching the Sopranos in college. Um, same, yeah. and we had HBO, uh, at Hofstra because the president of Hofstra went to HBO. Um, the president, president HBO went to uh, HBO Hofstra. Went to Hofstra. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, where, this is kind of roundabout. Which I've said this before. Um, yes. But I was um, I was watching the episode thinking uh, that um, it's actually it, you know, because I I feel like like I just see AJ smoking cigarettes at a pizza parlor, oh, and yeah. it yeah. reminds me of what maybe your childhood would be, Dave. Yes, 
Well, I mean, you probably so weren't like yeah. smoking. We, like, well, but it wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't in the suburbs. Like we wasn't like a suburban. Like we like didn't really bag jeans right. shorts. But you right. know, you would definitely like go to the mall and shit and like fuck around like that and like, sure, like the, yeah. the 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 tone the tone of the conversation is very on point. Even if the actual lines sound fucking <laughs> written by a fucking sixty five yeah. year old, like <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, we'll, we'll we'll get there. We'll, well, get then, there. Yeah, well then, let's, then, let's set up and, the episode. Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because because people because so this is if people don't remember this is the opener to season three. This is Mr. Rogerio's neighborhood where it's all about the feds trying to get a bug into the Soprano home, um, and then there's there's hardly any other like B or C story like there we. There's shit going on with Patsy Parisi, who is mourning the death of his brother on his twin brother on their birthday, and he takes a piss in Tony's pool. So that, yep. those are probably the things you remember the episode by. But but it's it's largely like it deviates from like very weirdly from what we know the show to be up until this point. And I think I'm trying to remember like back when I watched it live, I remember not liking this episode because I was like, "Oh, really? Like nothing happened? Like right. what? Why yeah, do well, they all do the, this? Why do they? All focus the other on the feds? all the other stuff going on with the other characters are really just reasons to get them to have to come back to the Soprano house to like mm. mess with right. you know the tension right. of them like trying to right. plant the you know the bug. Well, now I, I get it, and I think I think the reason that they focused so much on like the nitty gritty of the feds, all the work they have to do to, to pull this off um, and all the, all the hurdles they have to jump to pull this off is, is it's really a, almost a send up of what a pr- police procedural episode is like. Yeah. Like, do you guys yeah. even notice like the, the stock, like, uh, like sky shot of Quantico? You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like yeah, the headquarters yeah, yeah. and stuff. Like it right. just and and even the music. Like mm-hmm. I mean, it's great. It's brilliant. It's it's right. their own take, but it's definitely definitely feels like oh okay. They're they're sort of like subverting the tropes of shit like you know Law and Order or uh, you know CSI or or whatever you know fucking the bullshit. Peter Gunn uh, theme into a police song. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very sick. clever. So I'll sick. be watching you as they're yep. trying to set up, like or as they're following people around. Yep. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, I thought, so smart, so sick, so genius. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't get it back back in the day. But if you, but I don't know if you knew this, they aired both this and Prashai Lavushka, the next episode, back to back on premiere premiere night. Oh, because I feel really? because I think they were like maybe this episode's not gonna gonna like hook people like remind people how great this this that makes is. sense because like also you think about the time in between seasons that people are waiting and you know before this the new season starts everybody's all jacked up and like mm-hmm. oh and like obviously the finale of season two is so fucking huge yep yeah like you're like you're like oh fuck what's gonna happen where are we gonna yeah. find these people that so that actually is smart on Whoever HBO's just part. HBO or, or David Chase, or maybe part, it was Chase you know. who was like, "Hey, why don't we air these back to back?" But right. this is this is Mar- It aired on March two thousand and one. Yep. Okay. We're so innocent back then. We um, but yeah, of course, the season opens with uh, the classic Tony coming down the driveway to to get the paper. Of course. But then, like immediately over to the FBI, they're talking about like pussy has been killed, and so they need a new approach to like get like to to trap. Tony Soprano. And by the way, they're like off the bat, 
they're <laughs> like they're just showing the FBI to be like so feeble and just like misunderstanding of what's what reality really is because they get two things wrong off the bat saying Richie was whacked by the cartel. No, yep. Janet <laughs> Janice did it. Yep. And then there's a guy who's like. But is a guy's own mother really going to testify against him? And it's like, right. uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Livia would yeah. have testified against her son because yeah. as long as the actress uh, doesn't die, like she absolutely will. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh because I'm still mourning the death of the brilliant Nancy right. Marjan. We pour one out for Nancy. Pour, pour one out right now. Uh, I want to hear it, Dave. I want our listeners to hear it. I'll just I'm pour it on my computer. I'll pour my beer on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, but then we finally get back to the gang at this in this scene, uh, like at the pork store when they're when they're just sitting down for lunch, which is which has been making the rounds because of COVID and like everybody you know yep. using hand sanitizer to no end now and you know washing your hands over and over again. Like, yeah, this is this that... is the the classic Pauly spiel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, virus bacteria they migrate from the soul up. I gotta watch TV to understand the world. <laughs> hey, what a, a great line! Great, it's line. like so classic. That lunch, that lunch looks fucking oh, like that looks huge. fantastic. <laughs> Pretty damn good, except also, like Silvio's like ashing a cigarette in the salad. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. yeah, it's true. Yeah, funny that they're like they're like having salad. You don't see them eating salad a lot. <laughs> Silvio's all grossed out by him talking about urine, yet he's smoking. <laughs> yeah, while everybody's fucking trying to Everybody eat. Closed yeah. room. Yeah. Uh, but he, but that's, but he does end Paulie's spiel with, with a, with a great, uh, shut the fuck up. Oh, it's, uh, it's great. One of, one of Soul's best. Yeah. Um, but this is where, where we sort of get the, get the sense that Patsy is maybe not over. He knows that Tony murdered his twin brother at, in the season two premiere, actually. Um, so it's been yeah. a full season since it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that sort of like plants the, the, the seed for what happens later. He's like all fucked up and they sort of like. Was is, was it me or were they sort of like positioning Gigi to be more of like a central character here? I mean, it it well, I mean, I mean he, un, it, it it was he was until like he wasn't. I mean, because <laughs> <laughs> well, he, I mean, he what did he really do in season two? He's around, right? He doesn't have right. like a ton of lines. He he's the one who killed Philly. He's the one who kills Parisi. Philly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it makes sense that he's involved in the storyline, but. Uh, but yeah, up until then. But I don't know. What do you guys think about Gigi? I sort of like. I, I kind like, of I like, him. I like the actor a lot. But like the problem he's is fine. like he's given that scene where he kills Philly, and then he's basically just like a guy that has to come complain about Ralphie for the re- you yeah. know for right, season right, right, third. Right. You know, like yeah. Yeah, the get the character doesn't really have like much more than he's just a fucking. I mean, guy. the most the most memorable. F- things he, he did in the series was he killed he killed philly and then and he then dies, dies on the toilet the crap, right? <laughs> yeah yeah he, um, yeah so maybe they just i don't know maybe they wanted to give him something but they also just like he wasn't really particularly interesting like a ralph yeah yeah i think it's a um, shame because like you know you end up seeing like the genesis of Vito's character and it's like the guy who played Gigi was fucking Really good actor. What was his name John yeah. Sestone? John Sestone, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like he's a fucking good actor. Like yeah, I sure. think, like he warranted more. I think probably like what happened was that they painted him in, into a corner with the Ralphie stuff, and it's like, yeah. well, we, 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 there's nowhere to go from there. Yeah. It's like he had to die yeah. so Ralphie could win that fight. You know. Yeah. Well, it almost looks like like Gigi's just a just like another puss, like it, by look alone. You know. True. Not like, as fat. He, he just not as fat, <laughs> right. but just like looks like 
yeah, looks like the same guy, you know? So yeah. like, yeah, maybe that's what kind of turned them off of it. I don't yeah. know. Or they, they probably didn't even want to write anything for him to begin with. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, when you're having Joey pants come on board this season, like you're, right. you're throwing him like the best stuff. I mean, yeah. Uh, as far as new characters, but, uh, yeah. but yeah. So, so then we get these sort of like side stories that are just like sort of stupid, nothing stories. Yeah, um, but like, that's kind of the point of 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 the family, like what they're doing as the FBI is trying to coordinate, like getting a time where the house is empty. So we have we have um, we have Meadow finally going off to college for her freshman year. Yeah. We meet her we roommate. Meet, we meet her roommate, Caitlin. <laughs> Hunter alert! Baby. Waiting for it. Goddamn it! Gorilla Watch. When was our last one? I don't like. When was our last? There one? are. I don't know. There are so many more than I think there are going to be. I thought I totally forgot. Every time we do it, I think it's this, the last time episode. until the finale, and then like me too, <laughs> me too. Up again. Uh, She's so forgettable that that it's just like we we uh, we could quote lines from any scene of any episode, and we forget how much Hunter Scangarello, uh, David Chase's daughter, is in this show. It's pretty crazy. Also, you uh, notice that. Uh, they're talking about Eric, Eric Scatino is like addicted to acid now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great little addendum yeah. to that that story, that kid's life. Yeah. Um, like going to get kicked out of Montclair State. Like, you're just supposed to go to fucking Georgetown. Addicted um, to acid? Man, that, guy, that guy's <laughs> brain is going to be fried. Oh. <laughs> he's going to be uh, working at the pizza parlor. Uh, nah, no he's, he's going he's gonna to head out west and redeem himself like his dad. See, but this definitely, is what I was definitely. talking about. Like, uh, you know, Feudy, that's you in high school, and this is you in college, you know, because you went to college that's in New true. York City. That's party, true. Well, I got to say, those dorms and everything, like, like, felt very much like my I, – I went to – school at yukon in stores in the middle of the fucking farmland but the very like the generic dorms like classic felt, but they felt dorms, i mean dorms yeah. themselves just feel generic right yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> when you're living in them yeah, it's like you yeah. could put up a poster and that yeah. that's what makes it yours but everybody's just replacing the same spot with a different poster but yeah. uh but yeah aria gainer grainer sorry is was playing caitlin you guys recognize her no you didn't mean, recognize her she's in like a ton of stuff is she's she? in a lot of stuff yeah. And I also I saw her. Um, I forget what the play was, but I saw her on Broadway. She was really fucking good. It was I a, I, after Sopranos. I thought. I, what um, else has she been in? Because I looked her. I thought I looked her up one time, and I was like, she, I don't, she, don't, she, she, she uh, at least for a while, she was working a lot. Well, things um, it says IMDb says she's known for is Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Mm-hmm. What's your number? Yeah, she was Whip like it, the friend, disaster artist. But I, but I actually watched. I think it was on Showtime. Um, I'm dying up here. It was like. Oh, comedians this, the, in the 70s she was like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. but uh yeah well she's yeah, a good I thought, actor i mean like I, she, I, yeah, I, yeah she was she, good i mean she's annoying her character but. yeah i mean it's like it's the roommate that you like dread getting in right. college it's like right. you know i'm like thankful i never had a horrible roommate yeah. i got very yeah. lucky with my college roommates um, like, yeah. i never had anyone that was a nightmare like that i don't know about that i had boring ass like my <laughs> yeah, maybe that's worse. College roommate was boring and like. Uh, what do you like complain about like, the noise? It and sounds stuff? to no, me like your like your roommate like fucking hated you probably. No, no, no. He 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 didn't have a pulse. He was like just talk like this. He's from Fall River, Massachusetts, and. Uh, Oh god! I, yeah. Enough! 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 He was, we gotta get him on the on the pod, man. No, yeah, yeah get no, him on the pod. no. It will put everyone to sleep. 
I mean, he was he was a nice guy, but he was just like a fucking just like just stayed in his room, was on yeah. his computer the whole time. I just imagine it's like PCU with like Spade and Piven, and like Spade's like ah, yeah. and like Spellman's <laughs> like like pouring beer on his head and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, like, fuck while fall he's river sleeping, fuck just, fall yeah. river mess <laughs> yeah got, um, i didn't know so that was that, that was my first little story of college but um, uh carm with the with the tennis coach and uh an eight yeah that's like a um first Although of all i always remember the like skeevy ass fucking fbi, FBI. Just like how green was my fucking valley? Dude, a lot of people take issue <laughs> with, that, with that line as like the worst line of the series. Oh, no, it's terrible. On. I mean, who, it's First very quotable, but it's nobody would fucking say that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> how it's green quotable. Yeah, is my fucking valley? Like, why is he referencing like a nice green eggs and ham? <laughs> like movie about? I looked it up. It's like about like like Welsh like coal miners or something. Yeah, like, yeah. It's got to be like an old man, some weird old man like phrase. That's yeah. like, yeah, I, mean, I guess it's a I, Red Zuli holdover. Uh, the, it, the only right. FBI agent who would ever say that is if David Chase became an FBI agent. So, <laughs> yeah. like, come on now. Um, they, his partner's very, like, the fuck is wrong with this? I would argue that's that's not like even in the top five worst lines of this episode. And those two, and then oh. those two when they when they uh, when they put the when they put the. Um, the microphone successfully into the uh, lamp, like those yeah. two in the car, high five, like so stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. yay! Yeah, they so they dumb. really make these people out to be like idiots, you know? Like, like even I mean, they're like they're like Agent worse Harris, than civilians, like, right? Like, look at how like lame the civilians are made out to be. Like, right, right. They're they're made out to look like even more, you know? It, yeah, it, and I think Agent that's sort ha- of yeah, point. Even Agent Harris, who's like like later on, obviously like becomes like a a, a friend of Tony's, Tony, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he looks like a fucking doofus, and yeah. he's uh, like, they fucking made me. Like, they yeah, made of me. course they made you. You, fucking you stay mouthful. in the same car, the same corner every fucking. But uh, mouthful but, yeah. of sandwich, like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I think that was kind of the point, right? In this, in if yeah. he, if David Chase decided to do a send up of that procedural, you know, that's that's the uh, like if you're not making a show about this side of crime, you're making the show about like the the police procedural and like and how the good guys catch the bad guys, and it's always this slick, sleek, everybody's cool and like, you know, funny, sharp, witty lines and like this and that, yeah. and these guys are just normal human beings, and and for the most part, they're. I mean, they do pull off some impressive stuff. Like that fake lamp is actually pretty impressive. They take it down to Quantico, and like, oh yeah, and like paint it and shit, sure. and like, oh, and they're just like, like climbing up into the Cusimano's trees and shit, and like, you know, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, the best, the best moment of that of of the, F, the FBI being just like bumbling idiots is when they're they're on the wires in the backyard and they're like trying to look into the soprano home <laughs> and then they see Patsy's Patsy drunk. stumbling in fucking drunk off his ass and the guy's just like I don't understand this at all <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah like I, I just thought that was funny but they take yeah, out their should, guns should too like know? what are they gonna do what are they gonna do? right right they, right like, yeah can't you shoot, shoot this guy in the head yeah <laughs> um but then so then the other storyline is AJ they're following baby Bing as they call him uh yeah. Uh, going to school not very not the most exciting of plot lines but uh but dude I, here, here's here's two of my worst lines of the series i think come from this episode yep uh one is the kid who's like 
My mom's all get involved. It's like, hello, I am with boarding. Boarding. Uh, the worst. David Chase. Fuck you, man. Fuck you for that line. <laughs> the the so only much- good line in that, like the the whole interaction with those kids is like the kind of fat kid, like who's like with the glasses and he goes, that food tastes like ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, it tastes like ass only, anyway. Like, oh, yeah. I laugh that, at that. Like, I think that's great. That's the best part of also, that. Also, also. It's the um, most authentic you, of all the. Oh, I definitely said things taste like ass all the time <laughs> yeah, back, yeah, in, yeah. back then. And don't backwash. Yeah. That was a pretty. Don't backwash. Oh, don't backwash. That that's true. Uh, like, the other thing was the kid who goes, sup, Slim. I just hate that for some reason. <laughs> Fuck you. What position? Uh, Douchebag. Hey. <laughs> uh, but this, but this sort of introduces the storyline of AJ trying out for football, which which right. ends up which like playing into the bigger story of the season. Yeah. Um, uh, for AJ which at least, is, which is mostly great because we get Piacosta back. Hey. Yes. <laughs> oh man, can't wait. Yo, yeah, we got to Skinnerella watch split. this episode, but I'm doing <laughs> yeah, a Piacosta watch. So Piacosta, if you want to, hey, we were talking about IMDb pages. You want to take a look at an IMDb page. <laughs> I don't think he even has one. <laughs> you want to look at it, you got to make it for him. <laughs> Mr. Piacosta, portrayed by Mr. Piacosta. He's just a guy who like, wandered on set off the suburbs of Jersey. Um, His name's Brian Piacosta. Like, it's not, it's not yeah. even the actual like, first name of the character. They didn't yeah. make him an IMDb page because they thought he just was like wandering onto the set and accidentally being filmed in, into a scene. Yeah. It's right, not right. even an actor. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, horribly written stuff. Which is like, just you know, like the worst. I, I thought it was, it was interesting. We had um, Dan on last week, and he was talking about how you know like Robert Eiler's mom said like, oh, you know, he had so much input in how the like kids talked and stuff like that. And I don't doubt that that was true in some cases. No, yeah. you know, there, there, there are definitely some authentic like you know moments and yeah. like his. The like I said, the tone of the friends is like on point. It was just yeah. like the lines were fucking stupid. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and, and maybe like maybe we wouldn't be so mad about them if they were delivered better. But I, it's <laughs> tough. To, he didn't give them a lot to work with. It's true. Um, but yeah, and then uh, and then we got uh, the maid and her husband Stashu. Stashu. Yeah. yeah, having lunch, and he's like trying to uh, get Martin his... Luther King citizenship yeah fuck his whore of a mother um uh but uh yeah it's just think that's so funny like the moment where the fbi guy is like are you are you polish by any chance like in her mind she just sees a stranger running up to him running up to her and like i thought that guy was good too like the bumbling fbi guy um and what do you guys think of the uh the fbi and, and genie kuzumano scene oh i love that scene she's so she, funny they, yeah she's so good yeah. They're different for this they're neighborhood. Different. That's all. They're different. different. That's all. They're like, what the fuck? They're in the mar- Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, is this the last time we see Skip? Uh, it might be. Yeah, I it think, might be. Yeah. I don't think we we see him again. That's just funny. He just like comes back for the third season for like one thing, one episode. Yeah. But he, f- but he fears power bollocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fear the po- parabolics in the backyard. Um, <laughs> like, man, you're gonna give this guy that that like you gotta say parabolics. Like, yeah, uh, it's cruel. Part of his charm. Yes, indeed, uh, indeed, indeed. And then ultimately, the the water heater blows, which they which they called. They knew was gonna happen, and they're all laughing about it. And then it fucks their own mission, yeah. which I love. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, 
I also love the part where he's like, "Hey, Tony's got a black and decker." Like I can oh, never yeah. tell. I one of those. I can never tell if they're if they're the like, because because HBO doesn't have like advertising partnerships where they're working things into the story like like network television does, right? Right. Like you so see that you see them like consuming like actual like they don't hide a lot of the products. No, and I think that's good. I think it lends to the realism, but also they yeah. do like weird like shout outs to like. You know, like Carmela, like, oh my God, Tony, is this the new Porsche Cayenne? And like, <laughs> right, right. Or, yeah. And they also drink a suspicious amount of Snapple. Yes. Um, True. But, and then they and mentioned Pepsi. Snapple in this episode, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's well, right. HBO I mean, has I mean, always yeah. said that they don't do product placement, right? So I guess, but I mean, that, I guess people are skeptical. A, a creative decision to, to use these like real world, world brands. And well, people talk like that. People do talk like that. They say that's, that's how people talk. Yeah, yeah you're right. Give me a Manhattan special instead of a soda. <laughs> yeah, um, they, definitely, they definitely got a ton of money from yeah. Manhattan special to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then I love, uh, I love Patsy, uh, Patsy and Tony's like final scene, like him, like sort That's of great. like, Hey, if you, you put the grief behind you, right. Say it. Right. Why don't you say it? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, oh. I just think that's, that's so well. And then they end up becoming by the end of the series, practically family his, right they're about to his be his son is about to marry uh, meadow so right uh i i love uh when he's like oh, yeah, uh your son uh he's uh, aj's age we gotta have him up to the house uh go uh, swimming in the pool yeah and then they just cut on on patsy's face which is yeah. perfect i'm so yeah. glad that they decided to be like pull the twin card with him because um dan grimaldi is is oh, he's so great. good yeah, he's, he's great. great, and like it's one of the few members of the crew that survives. We think, like, That's true, he, yeah. like I mean, gets away ish. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, great character, great character. And then, and then by the end, the FBI, you know, is out in the van outside listening to uh, the the bug that they successfully placed in the basement, and they're just listening yep. to the fucking Tony and Carm talking about like diet and fucking roughage and and uh, you know this and that and. It just adds to the regularness of life, right? Uh, that yes. is like such a theme of this series. Like even these like criminals who people, um, you know, rever and 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 like just think are the most badass people in the world, like still need to get on the get on the treadmill and and talk shit with their wife, and it's just day to day. Repair their boiler heater. Shit. Yeah, repair their <laughs> right. boiler. Right. Like, uh, and I just, I just think, and they, and they can only listen for forty seconds at a time, and then they got to die. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, there's, I mean, there's not a whole lot that pushes the plot forward uh, or sets things up for the season. Like the very opening shot with Tony getting the newspaper, we see headlines about like mob garbage wars heat up, right. and that plays into the next episode where Ralphie finally shows up, and they're like torching rivals' garbage trucks and shit. But is right. there anything else that like they they set up for the season? No, I mean AJ. I play, think AJ playing football. Yeah, AJ playing football. AJ playing football. Yeah. I mean, the Meadow and her roommate storyline sort of plays into things yeah, later. Yeah, like nothing with Carmela. Like the tennis instructor shit is. I mean, right. I guess like th- things are like things she like is, in that last scene. They're like awkward with each other in the basement. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, she is so bad at tennis, Adriana. <laughs> She's awful. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy to be that bad at tennis. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, but we only see, see Junior Aid. at all. <laughs> no. Yeah, don't um, see Junior. 
Janice obviously isn't back yet. She returns no, because she, uh, she went because, to Seattle. Uh, Olivia dies. So so yeah, I mean it's it's a pretty standalone episode. I, I've come to appreciate it for what it is, but some people say like even just looking up stuff for fucking internet. Some people are like, this is top five episodes. This is like I love what they did. I love how different it is from the rest of the series. And there's you have your people who are like this fucking. I skip this episode every time because it's a nothing episode. You guys, I love you the, guys I, land I, I, I'm one way or the other. I'm somewhere in the middle. I, I love the episode. I think it's a really good opening to the season episode. I actually like it even more now knowing that um, you said that they aired this and um, Proshai like back to back. Yeah, it's a much I mean, better. That, it's 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 better received with yeah. with that episode like as well. You know, I, I think it's I, great. Like the going back and forth with like uh, the FBI trying to get the bug in and everything. Like, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a fun episode. I yeah, it's, fun. it's a fun one. It's a fun one, but I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't particularly like, like it. I mean, it just like top five is it's, insane. It's definitely not <laughs> top five and no way. I guess I probably, well, you know what I would put it well, on. I would put it on if I was going on a run, you know, like yeah. if I was like, Oh, let's do the first three episodes, like right now. Right. Um, right oh, I here. thought you were like, oh, uh, I'm about to go for a jog. <laughs> I'm about to go for a jog and watch uh, which this. When I uh, when I w- watch TV shows, yeah, yeah, I'm about to go on the treadmill with my iPad and just Mr. Ruggieri's neighborhood and a meatball parm. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, but where where okay so but where would you guys rank it in like season openers, middle of the pack? Well, season opener. Yeah. So, I mean, there's obviously the pilot. There's a mm-hmm. guy walks into a psychiatrist's office in season two. Which, which I love. Which is great. It was um, a very good year. Yep. Oh, so good. Fuck oh, yeah. Season four, I think, is For All Debts, Public and Private. That's that's where Christopher, Tony has Christopher kill the guy who maybe killed his father. Right. Yep. Season mm-hmm. five is Two Tonys, where he's trying to get uh, back with Melfi. Season six is, uh, 6A is, uh, is it's uh, a, uh, oh, members, uh, only. members, members only. Members and only. Tony, Tony, Tony that's gets a, that's shot a really, at That's a really fucking good one. Members only is really Yeah, good. and then, and then um, I think we should count 6B as its own season. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that's a really movies. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. probably my favorite episode. Not just opener, but. You know, I would say that's probably my favorite opener for sure. It's just so quintessential. Sopranos at its best. Yes. This, this I'd say is, is, is middle of the pack. Yeah. I guess I never really thought about it because I love season three so much. And I associate this with obviously the beginning of season three, but uh, yeah, I guess it is middle of the pack. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'd watch it over the pilot. Sure. sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, Uh, All right. Well, Fans, let us know what you think where where it lands in the uh, season openers. Yeah, yeah, let us know. I have a feeling I know where this is going. You guys don't <laughs> like it. You like the shooting, the killing, the strangling, the <laughs> yeah. the right. fucking the fans. You fucking you dark darts. dogs. No bada bing tits. <laughs> um, do you want to do an ad read? Oh, uh, do I? <laughs> I know you do. That's why I asked. Uh, you know, it's funny. We were talking about the guys uh, eating in that uh, that scene, uh, the ping. You know, why is that counted... funny? Tell me why. <laughs> well, because uh, just like them, we've counted on restaurants. You've counted on restaurants. I've counted on restaurants. And, and guess God, what? Now they're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, 
they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Ordering is easy. What other app does that? Uh, yeah, there are no other apps besides DoorDash. <laughs> Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Nobody fucked with your food. Don't worry. They just left it there. <laughs> they didn't, didn't do anything weird to it. Choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory even. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open. Those are all my favorite local restaurants. Chipotle, Wendy's, and Cheesecake Factory. There are no others um, in the L.A. area. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery, too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on its way. And right now, guys, right now, our listeners can get $5 off, zero delivery fees, on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off your delivery with zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget that's code BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Could have said that in one sentence. <laughs> Didn't have th- have to three sentences saying that you'll get $5 off your first order. I was eating, I was eating popcorn But hey. Oh, that was a good use of time during the commercial Beautiful. break. I wish well, I had thought of that. Well, it was kind of disrespectful to the ad read, but fine. Um, okay, well, we, we need to address something before we go into fucking internet. We, we had a, uh, a negative review on our, <laughs> on our, uh, on, on, on iTunes. Uh, only the getting, second, only the second ever, but. For getting, for getting too political. And right. this was from, and we discussed this last episode, right? Or the one or the, before? The, the one before, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was user, your sister's crotch. And you know what? You, your sister's crotch, we should have predicted it. Did the right thing and gave us five stars and amended, amended their review. Your, your sister's crotch says, it's all a big nothing. Here, here, here's your five stars, because that's all it's about, right, bloodsuckers? I still dig your stupid show, even with your skewed politics. Your sister's crush. Say thank you. We thank, thank you. you. That's, that's thank how you do it. it. That's how you and do a complaint. this. Next time, don't fucking leave us a review like that <laughs> and not think you're going to get fucking called out and shamed and embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, you get fucking called that. Well, now we're gonna now we're like incentivizing people to uh, give us hey, bad reviews because then we'll you fucking can call them out. Five stars sure. and then give us a bad review. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and we should still gonna st- call you know, out. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna call you out, but yeah, tell <laughs> us that we fucking suck. Tell us like, oh, cool, another fucking Sopranos podcast. Uh, I listen to all the others. I have no reason to listen to your shit podcast, you three fucking losers. Five stars. Yeah. Five stars. You know? That's all. That's it's, how it's, you that do simple. it. That's what a gentleman does or a gentlewoman. Okay? And, Please. And your, your sister's crotch is certainly a gentleman. Yes. Or gentlewoman. Or, or I don't, gentlewoman. I, I would assume gentleman. Uh, or, or maybe genderless. I don't know. Um, that's right. Anyway, let's go into the Sunday ticket. Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back in the NFL. With NFLSundayTicket.tv, you can stream every live, out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels. 
That's all nonsense to me. Never miss your favorite teams and favorite players, no matter where you live. NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. Got through that. That was much easier than yours, Vivi. That is, uh, it, it is funny uh, that uh, you're reading fantasy football shit that you know nothing. That would hey, be like I, me like reading about like Magic the Gathering cards or something. Like, <laughs> yo, fuck you. I don't like Magic the Gathering. Yeah, right. I do like some Dungeons <laughs> yeah. and Dragons. Though. Yeah, see, uh, there you go. Uh, I take issue with the most glorious Sundays ever because we know the most glorious Sundays ever were when new Sopranos episodes were. You should have said that. That's true. That's true. Um, well, I, I thought of it after. I'm not quick. I'm not like you guys. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're so cool. <laughs> Okay. 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 All right. Well, all right. We'll get into fucking internet. This is, this is the segment of the show where we source questions, comments, what people are talking about currently about The Sopranos uh, from places like Reddit and Twitter, and that's about it. Uh, this one from user. I don't know because I didn't screen grab this correctly. Correctly. Mr. Ruggiero's Neighborhood. Chase's episode titles typically possess several interpretations, deviating from what the words mean at face value. Uh, for example, Boca, nobody knows anything, long-term parking. For the life of me, I can't understand the seemingly arbitrary title, Mr. Ruggiero's Neighborhood. Ruggiero is, of course, the plumber in the episode, and Agent Harris has that back and forth with a colleague going on to say the line that reiterates the title. But why? What am I missing? Guys, you want to handle this? Don't think too deep into it. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just uh it's i think a, it's, yeah it's i think it just sounds like um it sounds like there goes the neighborhood you know it just sounds like yeah. a peppy line like well you know it's mr Rogerio's neighborhood and like it's and like and, and like mr rogers neighborhood yeah that's it. it's a play on mr rogers neighborhood. oh is it? Uh, yeah, I yeah. Always, I always thought it was. Yeah, Mr. Ruggiero, Mr. Rogers. Yeah, oh. that was that was the name of the his, his show, and Mr. the Rogers Italianized yeah. version of Rogers Ruggiero. Oh, right. Uh, Is that true? And I think I think that's sort of yeah yeah, I think that's why they threw it. But I think I think you, you know it's not just like hey isn't this funny like Mr. Ruggiero like well, what, what? Look, but, at the, look at the WAP version of Mr. That's Rogers. What David, but I think it's more that's what David Chase said. Go ahead. Um, I, I don't know if he, yeah, I think, yeah, he wrote this episode, episode so I think that's, that's, I, I don't remember where I learned this, but it is an allusion to Mr. Rogers. Uh. But I, but I think it's like, <laughs> it's, it's also, it's, it's, I almost think it's, it's just a throwaway. No, I think it's, I think it's kind of like a commentary on like the suburbs and how you don't yeah. really know who your neighbor is. You know, like the whole, like Mr. Won't Rogers my neighbor. line is like, yeah. yeah, won't you be my neighbor? And then they, yeah, and, the, and then we they get Gini Kuzmano like exactly. being like, oh, you don't know. Neighbor, yeah. and, and, and it's just like, like the stark differences between people that are separated by like a chain link fence in suburban America. You know, I think maybe that's, maybe you started this by saying, don't think too much into it. And I thought too much into it, but I, I think that's, uh, maybe David Mr. Chase Rogers probably said that, but I don't believe that's why he chose that. It's, yeah, it's, I feel it's on the Wikipedia page. Um, so I mean, take that for, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't buy it really. I just think, <laughs> Damn, cause dude. I just think it's like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like the way he says the line, the way it's like shot, it seems like, mm. They watched the episode and like, he was like, oh, we'll name it this. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and instead of like, 
it being a reference to Mr. Rogers, but this is the Italian version. That seems so convoluted to me. It seems like it's trying to like come up with a reason when really there is none. But I don't know. I think ultimately I it, it was be. like it was like a it, it started as like a bad joke, like you know, instead of Mr. Rogers, it's Mr. Ruggiero. Ruggiero. And then uh and then I read too much into it. Maybe Ooh, Joe, what, fans, uh, yeah, let I us don't know. know. I, I don't buy it. I think it's just another like whatever, we'll call it this. This is a line. <laughs> <laughs> um this next one in Sopranos episode, season three, episode one. Uh this one from Twitter at Don Don Gut Meng. I don't know. In Sopranos episodes, season three, episode one, Mr. Ruggiero's neighborhood. How did they know about the water heater exploding? Who was home? Uh, what? The maid? Does like the maid finds it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So apparently <laughs> what? a lot of people uh because I saw this also on Reddit and multiple times on Twitter, people didn't understand like how the FBI got word that the that the water heater the bay never left the house and like she was heard she was heard going oh my god i guess like right it's 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 a quick scene um but yeah. i mean i don't know what you're doing you're fucking because so, she got at pissed off at, at state statue and then and then went back right or or was that earlier no that's, that's earlier that's earlier oh either he way hasn't the, the maid ended up fucking alerting the rest of the family he hasn't left the house yet right so then, right, right, right right i'm pretty sure yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um yeah anyway mr jerry's neighborhood it's just like calling all cars <laughs> it's the same reason like that, that that's why i, I did like I, I don't want to drag that out but i disagree i think it's absolutely mr rogers There's no, it's a play I, mr I, rogers I, i'm with i'm with oh, so you here but all, i'm, I'm also this only on a wikipedia page by the way no, no, no. I I, swear I just to you, always I'd... felt that way. Like every time when I first saw the episode, like but I there's thought... no, there's, there's nothing referencing that. And it's just because it's, there's an <laughs> R. Uh, Mr. Roger Mr. Rogers, and Ruggiero, Mr. Ruggiero? Sound, sound similar. There's yeah. a R and a G. I don't know. I don't. Sounds like the Italianized, like fucking, no. like Italian American Mr. Rogers. No. Like, how are you not? Because what happened and, up and in then, Santa Barbara? Why would you? Also, why like, would, but why? But why would it be a reference to that? Oh my god! This is what I, I was almost not going to say anything. But if you have other episodes now. like Calling All Cars or Tutu Fucking New or other episodes like that are like based off of like lines that are said, and this is the line yeah, that is yeah. said, no, you I, would think that he would name it just arbitrarily right but the but the why would he say it's miss well it's mr rogerio's neighborhood like you wouldn't just say that about like any plumber right <laughs> okay so i'm, I'm looking at the because because wikipedia but, entry. like it's his neighborhood like he works that neighborhood just like he's not a cop just like salvitro has <laughs> his neighborhood i mean that's a thing that they say about people who work. he doesn't walk the beat no, i know that's but that's why what, about, what about vitro what about salvitro that's his neighborhood he has this, yeah, Mr. Yeah, Ruggiero. No, no, no. no. Mr. Ruggiero, he's he, no, he walks around the neighborhood with his plunger. But that's his no, that's his area. Are you not understanding that? Swinging around no, no, like no, a club. Exactly. You're you're right. That is his area. They even talk about it. They're like, well, why does Judy not understand uh, that? 
no, no, no. Cubito, because it because it works both ways. Cubitoso exactly, is exactly. is saying like, oh, my sister knew Mrs. Ruggiero or whatever. It's Mr. Ruggiero. You find me you know, the you... interview with David Chase where he says it's Mr. Rogers. It's a reference to you know Mr. I'm, Rogers. I'm going to do my homework. You here, find it, I... or you wait till the Talking Sopranos episode where they get the writer for this <laughs> fucking thing, dude. They're they're like past us already. <laughs> Are they're they? Like, yeah. Dude, no, they they yeah. la- they're like lapping us. They're probably already <laughs> like uh, starting the season the series over again. Yeah, you gotta um, give me more than a Wikipedia page. We'll come back. We'll come back. All right, back all right. 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 We'll talk find about it. I'll admit I'm wrong. All right. Well, let's let's wrap it up. With, uh, so so there wasn't there wasn't a yeah, lot. Let's of, wrap uh, it up. <laughs> there wasn't a lot for this episode for fucking internet. So uh, just so some more general questions here. This was from today. Uh, on Reddit, um, user nice woodpecker one. Hell yeah. I'm sorry, uh, to amplify this person. Are there any lessons to take from The Sopranos? The Sopranos is a critically acclaimed series. I just wanted to know: is there any lessons we can take from it? What messages did its creators want to convey about human nature and society? Jesus, have it that I, one. Like we could do a whole <laughs> fucking episode on that. Well, I think I think traditionally the message in mob uh, movies or or television so shows or whatever pay. is <laughs> right. Exactly, crime yeah. doesn't pay, and that's certainly not the message here because Tony Soprano makes fucking bank and does yep. pretty well for himself, and a lot of his associates do for a long time, even if yes. they have like the specter of the law hanging over their shoulder. Um, I don't know. I think maybe that. Uh, it's all a big nothing, and uh, big nothing. <laughs> I think uh, in the if, end we die look, alone. People and, don't uh, change. It, yeah. Goalies, you've said that before. Like people, don't, yeah, people don't, don't change. change. That's, yeah, actually, yeah, people don't change. If we're gonna take the uh, you know a message from a title of an episode, everybody hurts. Everybody hurts. Yeah, yeah. Even even the bad guys have uh, even the rich guys, even the, the rich bad guys, the, their redeeming qualities, and they mm-hmm. still uh, they're still dealing with the same bullshit we all are with our you know parents and our upbringing and whatever yep. traumas we've faced right but yeah, uh, don't read too much into it because it's it's <laughs> yeah. just a bunch of guys stuffing yeah. gobble on their face really yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't get, let's not get too heavy here i mean i think the entire series we could say is sort of an homage to mr rogers neighborhood uh, <laughs> that's right but uh, uh you but, yeah. know i mean hey if it is and i totally missed that <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll find out um, yep. And then lastly, from user Harbinger1998, are there any characters on the show who benefited having Tony in their life? As far as I can see, Tony ruins everyone's life he comes into contact with. Jennifer, Georgie, Richie, Ralph, Christopher, his mother, his girlfriends, and quite a few more. Basically, every person he comes into contact with doesn't profit from Tony being in their life. You could argue his family benefited, but it's not like he's a good husband or father was really just wondering if there's a character on the show who benefited having Tony in their life. As far as I can see throughout the whole show, he only causes destruction and misery around him. Was there anyone who benefited? It's a good question. Zelman. Um, like ultimately? Like by yeah. the end of the series? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah cuz I guess there's there's little moments where people benefit, right? They get right, cash windfall or they right. Right. Yeah, I've, you know, get something they want out of Tony, but like, just benefited long run, big picture wise. It's a good question, I guess. Um, it is a good question. Well, we don't know where they Do end think, up. Let me, really. let me. We're not sure where they end up. Right. I mean, right, like, right, right. You know, you know, he could end up dead or in jail, but like, um, 
uh, you know, <clears throat> Carmella could have like well, been taken care of. But would me... she have been? Would she have liked that? No, probably not. Right. Um, I don't know. I think she was. This. She, I uh, think she you... would have been fine. Yeah. Because like they they moved all that money yeah. offshore and all right, that. Right. And, you know, I think. They, he was very. I mean, they were they were so smart with Tony's money. But she probably would have not liked the fact that her husband is dead or in jail. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Wait, wait. Sorry, we're talking about Carmella. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think of somebody yeah. who would have be- who uh, would have benefited. Like she's, you know, she's later. She benefited, but but at what price, right? Because she's she we we see throughout the series she does have some sort of like moral conflict, and she's got to live with that for the rest of her life. And and yeah, yeah. ultimately, you know, she's she's got to be you know, a regular mom, but she's also, also got to worry about her husband being whacked at a fucking diner, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, right. So really, but let me like, I mean, for all the shit they went through together, like, do you think, do you think Artie might be fair? Yeah, I guess. I guess. He had a successful restaurant yeah. after it was burned down. Well, that's the thing. Like, like maybe pu- little pussy Malenga gets whacked in the first episode and Artie's business fails and that's it. That's the end of Artie. Right. So in a way, I mean, we don't know. We can't know for no. sure. The question is, he squeezes, he squeezes him for so much goddamn money though. I mean, and get like the and tab him, and, and all ta- this yeah, and, and talks him into like fucking like the bullshit with Furio and the fucking, mm-hmm. and then like he ends up getting so fucked with the Omniac and all that shit. And like, I mean, I guess Tony ultimately helps him in that situation, but yeah. like, it is probably one of the one of the people like that comes closest. But he also yeah. like s- fucking s- sucks him dry so so much. Right. Well, what about what about this? How about Melfi? Uh, do you think she? Was, do you think? I was ahead, gonna spells? say maybe Melfi. Yeah. Just like because maybe we, she walks yeah. away from all this a, a better a better therapist, you know, and she also. Fucking took a lot of his money. She's like, uh, not gonna do therapy to mobsters anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. Learned her lesson. She's a better um, doctor. Mr. Ooh. Spears? Thank you. <laughs> no way. Learned my lesson from him. That was a close one. <laughs> I mean, I guess, are we to assume that she... She she may have... Died too? Yeah, she was you killed. Know, uh, no, <laughs> she was killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, she died the next night in the same diner. They cut the scene where she walks in a Holstens and gets fucking <laughs> yeah. whacked. Yeah. Um, uh, by the New York crew. Uh, yeah, Butchie, Butchie has her yeah. killed. She she knows too much. They uh, shot no, that like, scene I, just to throw off people. Yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Um, I mean, like, are we to assume that, that Melfi would have been an alcoholic, like, anyway? And, like, wasn't uh, maybe, because of Tony. Maybe, but But, I mean... She struggles. She dabbles. I feel it's like ge- in alcoholism. Genet- it's, it's genetic, obviously. It's not like she, like Tony gave her alcoholism, but like, <laughs> right. but would right. she have um, been able to live with it easier? Like, yeah. if she didn't like feel like she. Well, I, I don't know that she would have started drinking uh, right. if not for Tony. Like started drinking. Not, not like, certainly not before like office. therapy sessions. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely yeah. not. Yeah, when you're doing it in your office, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a pretty uh, negative. Thing. And like, who knows like how that affected uh, other patients mm-hmm. of hers? Well, right. one of them clearly right, right, killed right. themselves. One of them killed themselves. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Well, and so she, that guy got she's... fucked by Tony Soprano. That was Gloria. <laughs> oh, I thought you were thinking of yeah, yeah. Oh no. Well, I was thinking of the uh, of uh, the guy. She says like when she was on the lamb 
she's like right. one of my patients committed suicide oh, because right. I couldn't. There's that. There's never. now. T- oh, there's that's two. Two, two yeah, suicides on Tony's right. fucking hands. Jesus. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So un- unclear. Uh, Harbinger, 1998. <laughs> sounds like but, it's a very uh, good question. Yeah, no, that is yeah. a good question. Good question. Um, and that's all I got. Very nice. All right. Um, Spells. Uh, I've been thinking about betting. Uh, you, well, hey, you have any ideas? Hey, what I hey can guess do what, Dave? The wait is finally over. Oh, Football yeah. is back. You might not. Oh, yeah, I got the game on you right might now. Might not be at a game this year, unless you're in Kansas City or Jacksonville. And you're monster scumbag monster. But you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Coaching props. Like if what? Uh, Belichick doesn't wear a hoodie or some shit? <laughs> right, right. Okay. Bet If uh, Andy Reid doesn't have a fogged up uh, shield on? <laughs> Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opener bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE. That's promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Very nice, very nice. All right, boys. Uh, I'm excited. We're in into season three. Hell yeah. Excellent season. It's going to be a good season. Uh, We're going to have some good guests. We'll We're going to get some uh, Johnny the Nut. Yeah, we, yeah, we'll get some good guests. Johnny we'll get some nut. more, you know, um, man, straight, straight cis straight man. Maybe, maybe we should males. get like a, um, yeah. <laughs> like, a, uh, like a Olivia Soprano wake orgy scene for next, uh, for next episode. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, sure. Uh, as always, guys, uh, email us any questions, comments, concerns you have at osopranospod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also hit us up on the socials at osopranospod on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, guys. We did it. Let's fucking do oh. it. Yeah. Season three. Oh! Oh! This is Sean Grain from the Sports Gambling Podcast, and in case you didn't know, the show you're listening to right now, as well as my show, the Sports Gambling Podcast, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans, plus guys like me who just love betting on sports. Over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised over $10 million to expand their team, podcast network, and business operations. Now they are raising another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding source that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be part of a growing startup. You can invest for as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. Uh, I, I can vouch for Sports Gambling Podcast and our Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Our partnership with Blue Wire has really been vital to us growing. 
Um, Kevin and his team do tremendous work over there. So Blue Wire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which in turn will help this show and many like them continue to grow. If you'd like to be part of the Blue Wire investment round or want to find out more information, go to wefunder.com slash Blue Wire.